Credit Union. Welcome to Good Money Moves featuring Jenna Tobble from First Alliance Credit Union and Andy Brownell. Here's Andy Brownell on Rochester's News Talk 1340 KROC AM and 96.9 FM. Good morning. Welcome to Good Money Moves on News Talk 1340 KROC AM and 96.9 FM. I'm Andy Brownell, and of course, I'm joined by Jenna Topple, Director of Brand and Digital Member Experience at First Alliance Credit Union. Good morning, Jenna. Good morning, Andy. So last time on Good Money Moves, we talked about getting financially fit. What are we going to talk about today? Yeah, yeah so today I invited Joe from Liberty Mutual Insurance to join us again um, to just share some information about how to really prepare for the unexpected in life. And we've talked about that before on the show in a bunch of different ways, but one thing that we haven't really covered that is an important part of that preparation is having a really solid life insurance plan in place. And so I brought Joe here to just talk a little bit more about why it's a good money move to have a life insurance policy. Um, But before we dig too deep into the meat of today's topic, uh, welcome, Joe. So please, for those who weren't listening the last time you were on the show, do you want to just share a little bit about yourself? Yeah, absolutely. And thank and thanks uh, to you both for having me back. Um, happy to happy to do this again. Uh, like you said, yeah, Jenna, yep, I'm with uh, Liberty Mutual Insurance, based here in Rochester, and partnering with First Alliance Credit Union. Uh, been an insurance agent in Rochester for a better part of six years. Um, live here in Rochester. Uh, also, um, speaking of six years, been married to my wife Brianna now for just over six years. We just celebrated our sixth anniversary last month. Um, we have two kids now. I think last time I was on here, we only had the one. Uh, so we've got our we've got our three year old Leo, who is just uh, climbing the walls as you would expect a, a three year old to do. But um, our new little man Oliver was born in July um, and is approaching that four month mark. So our house is uh, oh. is certainly busy, and that's not to mention our yeah. our dog who uh, oh, who never seems satisfied with the amount of attention he gets. So, um, oh. but, uh, but no, uh, but but again, uh, happy to be here and uh, uh, looking forward to our conversation. Joe, you're a guy who yeah. goes to work to relax. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> These days, it certainly it certainly feels like that. Some days, there's no doubt about it. <laughs> oh, funny, yeah. Life with kids, always busy. That's for sure. That's right. Um, that's right. So, Joe, why don't you tell us a little bit about why someone even needs life insurance, and is it really something that somebody at any age should have? Is there a certain age where you should think about life insurance more than at another point in your life? Kind of. Um, yeah, no, no, I don't mean to cut you off. I mean, it, there's. Yeah. I feel like a lot of you know questions when it comes to, to life insurance come with multiple answers, um, just because there's a lot of different ways that you can approach it. And so, life insurance is important to me. I mean, I. Of course, I mentioned the two kids that I have at home. Um, I have a life insurance plan uh, in place of my own, but um, really, life insurance as as somebody who you know talks about as part of his career um, and professionally, you know, talks about life insurance with people. Um, it's really pretty simple, and it might sound corny to some, but it really is to me. Life insurance is love insurance. You know, it is an act of love, um, in my opinion, to make that extra effort to take out a policy. Um, in doing so as an act of ensuring the financial future and well-being of a loved one, whether that's a family member, um, you know, certainly in my case, my wife and kids, even if it's a friend, there's a wide range of needs um, for life coverage. 
Um, and, to, and to meet those needs, there's a wide range of product options available as well. So there's a lot of different ways you can approach it. Um, like I said, certainly myself as a, um, as a married man with two, with two kids, I have life insurance so that if I were to pass away unexpectedly that my wife um, could continue on in my absence and not suffer any financial hardship as a result of that happening. That's the big one. You know, you hear about, you know, families with kids, you know, certainly want to have something in place. But, you know, there are other purposes. I've talked to young young people newly graduated from college that have student loans that the parents may be co-signed on. You know, God forbid if something were to happen, you know, you know, to that young person, you know, with the parents co-signed on those loans, you want to avoid anything falling um, from a from a financial burden standpoint onto them. So, um, even children, there are obviously uh, finance or uh, life insurance products available for kids as well. Um, you know, that offer a lot of nice policy features. So, there's no there's no wrong age to think about it. Um, there's a wide range of needs, and um, like I said, there's a a wide range of products to meet uh, to meet those needs as well. So. <laughs> Obviously, a lot of different scenarios here that you've covered. What's all covered in life insurance, Joe? And I guess specifically, would this help my family if there's you know a huge medical bill in my future that you know comes in at the end of life? Uh, in some cases, absolutely. You know, so when you talk about life insurance, the the main benefit, of course, and this is the one that is uh, you know that everyone knows about is the death benefit itself. So if I pass away. This sum of money pays out to my named beneficiary, which again is, in a lot of cases, a, a spouse or a family member or, or somebody like that. So, um, but yes, there are beyond that. Um, at least with certain products, there are additional features beyond that. So the the point that you highlighted um, is a is a topic that comes up often in my conversations with folks about life insurance. About like you said, if there's a terminal illness and the medical bills are piling up, but the person is still alive, so are we able to access that money? Um, with certain products, you certainly are. Um, with Liberty Mutual, there's an option to uh, to claim a, um, a certain percentage um, of the death benefit to pay for those medical bills as they accrue um, in those final months. And certainly, you know, in a situation like that, the last thing, you know, as you're preparing to say goodbye to someone, the last thing that you want to also be worrying about is how you're going to pay for everything. And so um, having that as an option is definitely one that I've discussed with folks that um, is, is a worthwhile one to pursue for sure. Um, and, and there are other features as well, other riders and um, life insurance is very customizable um, to make sure that we're not just maybe taking care of the death benefit side, but if there are other needs addressed with maybe some of those policy riders, um, we can introduce that into the conversation as well. So, Joe, this sounds like these things, these policies are highly customizable. They are. And beyond just the policy features themselves and the riders, like I mentioned, there's a, you know, different ways you can set up the policy on the front end of it when you're when you're discussing that. Um, it's really just about addressing needs. Um, and so there's also a lot of different variables when you're talking, trying to determine how much coverage sh uh, should you have? How long should that coverage last if you're maybe looking at term options? Um, and so... There's no one-size-fits-all policy. Um, every conversation I have um, about life insurance starts with an analysis of a person's needs and then kicking off from there. Interesting. So how much coverage does a person need? Like what determines the cost of someone's plans? What are the factors that play into that? Yeah, a lot of it, I'd say the biggest factor, um, but, you know, before identifying maybe some of the smaller ones is kind of a I guess a person's personal philosophy on life insurance, if you will, you know, so there, there's a, like I said, there's a few different ways you can approach it. Some people, you know, want to come in and maybe, you know, they're a new home buyer and they want a policy that's tailored to the home loan so that if maybe one side, if, it, if it's a, maybe a newlywed couple, 
buying their first house together and one of them passes away, the other person takes that policy and just pays the house off, you know, where the amount is tailored towards a specific line item on the budget. Mortgage usually being a good one to um, to structure a policy around or a good place to start at least. But certainly beyond that, um, there's room for someone to add additional coverage if there may be also, in addition to, you know, maybe making sure the bills get paid to include some income replacement as well. So a lot of the time when talking to somebody, it's about determining, okay, what are we bringing in income wise per year? And if you, you know, how many times do you want that? You know, so if you're making 50,000 a year and you want to make sure that your your spouse has 10 years worth of income provided, well, that's 500,000 in coverage, just handling the income replacement side of things. No, I say all that because not, not everyone would necessarily go for, you know, that amount of coverage. It, it's, it mm-hmm. depends on you know, the person's mindset coming into it and what they're looking to accomplish. Um, are we looking to cover the basics? You know, mm-hmm. do you want your family to live a life of abundance even after you leave with a, with a higher coverage amount? It's, um, there's, again, a couple of different ways you can, um, you can approach that situation and that decision. So a lot of the, the cost would be dictated by both length of coverage and amount of coverage to boil it down to the simplest. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yep. And, and uh, Yep, and as far as what determines the cost from there, that's when you start to get into the more of the specifics, you know, because certainly things like, um, you know, uh, age of the of the applicant at the time uh, yeah. of the application, you know, what's the health situation like? Um, th- th- those are the things that, that again, I think most people assume all factor in. Once we kind of identified a coverage amount that we'd like to apply for, from there we start to apply the individual factors to the application and then submit it to underwriting and uh and we go from there it's an involved process there uh, there's no doubt about it um you know there's a lot of information that's gathered and a lot of things considered um but certainly a worthwhile worthwhile venture to engage with that process considering what's at stake um, for the applicant and what we're trying to protect with the coverage itself all right we're talking with joe mellenbrook with liberty mutual insurance today is Part of Good Money Moves with Jenna Tobble with First Alliance Credit Union. I'm Andy Brownell. We'll return in just a few moments with more Good Money Moves on News Talk 1340, KROC AM and 96.9 FM. Good Money Moves continues in moments with Andy Brownell and Jenna Tobble from First Alliance Credit Union. This is News Talk 1340, KROC AM and 96.9 FM. From the kennel to the coop, whatever the season. And Jenna Tobble from First Alliance Credit Union on Rochester's News Talk 1340, KROC AM and 96.9 FM. Welcome back. Good Money Moves, Andy Brownell, along with Jenna Tobble and Joe Mellenbrook with Liberty Mutual Insurance on News Talk 1340, KROC AM and 96.9 FM. And Joe's here to talk about life insurance specifically. Maybe you could talk a little bit, Joe, about short-term life insurance versus long-term. We talked a little bit about the length of the policy in the uh, in the previous segment. Maybe elaborate a bit more about that. Sure. Um, and again, I, I feel like I keep you know, keep saying over and over, but again, that's it, true. You know, when you talk about life insurance, there's a, a few different angles you can, you can come at it, you know, as far as considering what options might be best for you and considering short-term life versus maybe more of a long-term, maybe a permanent policy, um, as opposed to maybe a term policy that comes with an expiration date. There's, um, you know, the, I guess there's a few different schools of thought. I'd say the one factor that I mean, has people go one way or another is the cost. Uh, term policies tend to be uh, more budget friendly, uh, but there's a catch. Like I said, it, you know, the coverage comes with a clock, you know, so if you have a 10-year term policy, 
that policy is set to last 10 years at the rate that you lock it in at. And then uh, the policy will then then the, then the policy changes a little bit from that point. It starts begins to renew year to year. Typically with term, you want to you know, focus on the period of time that you lock in at. Whereas a permanent policy, since there's no expiration date on it per se, um, is generally going to carry a, a bigger premium commitment from a from a payment standpoint. So it, it doesn't know it's got to work on paper at the end of the day for who's applying. Um, but uh, again, there's, you know, the, the term option um, is tends to be the more affordable option. And one that I say, you know, sometimes people will like the idea of a longer term product, but maybe the short, you know, the short term, the, the term price fits their budget better at the time. And I always tell people, you know, maybe go with the term for now there's always the option to convert that term coverage into a permanent policy at a later date um and so i i never want maybe a desire to get that long-term coverage but maybe can't afford it to be the reason why they don't get coverage at all um i always say short short term is better to, to get something in place and then from there we can reevaluate options down the road that's generally how i approach it and that makes a ton of sense. So, I mean, when you're talking about that, all these different options, what are really some of the things a person should be looking for when they are maybe comparing different life insurance policies? Well, and I, and I bring up, you know, the notion of a permanent, you know, longer term policy um, is an attractive one just because it carries more features. So the catch with term, uh, in addition to, you know, the the clock that comes with it, you know, more or less an expiration date on that term before the locked in rate disappears, um, is that term also only provides a death benefit, which again, at the core of what life insurance is, that's, that's, you know, the main thing that we're, that we're getting when purchasing a life insurance policy is having that potential payout to a family member if there's an untimely passing of some kind. So with longer term policies, though, there's, um, there are more benefits, I would say, um, in terms of, you know, cash value accumulation in that indexed account. Um, so there are some people that use like an indexed universal life policy um, almost as a financial tool in addition to having that policy also provide the life coverage that they needed in the first place. So, um, the, so but again, you know, the, the longer term permanent products generally come with a, a higher price. And so it's just a conversation about finding whatever that sweet spot is for a person. Um, because like I said, at the end of the day, it's got to work on paper. Uh, but there are certainly um, additional benefits for someone to pursue with those, you know, like a universal policy, for example, or whole life insurance, um, as opposed to just term, which is generally a more basic product. And this is where you get into that discussion of philosophy, right? Exactly. Yeah. And, and, and like I said, it's really, um, I think the overarching theme of all the answers I've given is, is more or less, it depends on the person. It's case by case. You can speak in, in broad strokes about, you know, how most people will approach it. But really every conversation I have with life insurance, like I've said, begins with an analysis of the needs, an analysis of, you know, where the person's at, maybe budget wise, what we can afford, um, and then kicking off from there. And then it's just about finding the product that, you know, that gives them the coverage that they need that works on paper. Um, it, it's a process each and every time you you do that. And that's and that's the way it should be because life insurance is is more nuanced, certainly than car insurance or even home insurance. You know, so you, there's you cover a lot more. But, um, you know, it's just a more customized pro, uh, process for sure. So if you were to get into a life insurance policy, which we hope most people do as a good money move. Absolutely. What could cause that? life insurance policy to be voided or canceled? 
Um, well, the one big thing that I would that I would highlight here, I mean, in, in addition to, you know, certainly I would say it goes without saying that, you know, if you have it set up on monthly payments, that the payment, uh, the payment side of it uh, needs to be up to date to, to keep the policy in force. But what might uh, potentially, you know, put you in hot water in terms of maybe there being some turmoil over a life insurance claim that's maybe going sideways. A lot of that is uh, ends up being connected to maybe a, um, a question on the application not answered honestly. Um, you know, for example, if, if someone's a smoker, they apply and they, you know, they apply and they say they don't smoke. And then after their untimely passing, if it's somehow determined that they do indeed smoke, that it gives at that moment, it gives whatever life insurance company you're working with an opportunity to take issue with that and then it always opens the door to, to that life claim being denied, which is obviously the nightmare scenario that you never want to happen. Um, and so I guess in saying all that um, and just kind of, again, talking about how much information goes into this, you know, a lot of the questions that you get asked at that application stage um, certainly are health related. Um, so just being upfront with that, there's no, I always tell people there's no, uh, no shame in, you know, talking about height and weight you know, or are you taking any medications? It's important to um, to get it all out on the table. So that way the policy is, is, is rated appropriately. And that when we kick off with that policy that we're standing on a solid foundation, because if there's any discrepancies after the fact, and then if there's happens to be a death that coincides with that, it can complicate the process on the back end, which isn't fun for anyone, um, especially the family that lost someone. So it's, um, just, be, just just being crystal clear and accurate um, and honest about that, um, all that underwriting information on the front end is is probably the biggest way to avoid that, is what I would say. The questions I always like are, do you skydive or climb mountains yeah. or oh, yeah. can't think right. all these other behaviors? Absolutely. <laughs> and, and that's why I tell you, know, you, you, most of the time the answer to a lot of those questions is going to be no, but you know, taking your time with each one of them to make sure that we're answering it accurately because it's... Again, it, it it only creates headaches on the back end if there's some kind of a, you know, uh, a discrepancy uh, when it comes to that uh, underwriting information. I got After you. Fact. Okay. Yeah, We're yeah. talking about life insurance, the, I guess, life insurance 101 with Joe Mullenbrook with Liberty Mutual Insurance. I'm Andy Brownell along with Jenna Tobble with First Alliance Credit Union. And this is Good Money Moves. We'll be back in just a moment on News Talk 1340 KROC AM. And 96.9 FM. Good Money Moves continues in moments with Andy Brownell and Jenna Tobble from First Alliance Credit Union. This is News Talk 1340 KROC AM and 96.9 FM. Discover the holiday preview event with 50% off. Brownell and Jenna Tobble from First Alliance Credit Union on Rochester's News Talk 1340 KROC AM and 96.9 FM. Life insurance is the topic today on Good Money Moves. Joe Mellenbrick with Liberty Mutual Insurance is joining myself and Jenna Tobble for our discussions today. And uh, I'm going to throw it back at you, Jenna. Take it away. Yeah. So I mean, right before the break, we kind of talked about, you know, what could void your coverage that you do have. I think the next question I have following that would be, why would someone be denied coverage for life insurance in the first place? And, you know, I know I'm you kind of alluded to maybe some risk classifications that go along with some of that. Can you kind of explain that a little bit more? Yeah, absolutely. Um, and of course, it, and uh, it, it, like you said, Jenna, as, as I've uh, sort of mentioned, um, you know, here, 
there are a lot of things that go into an underwriting application, you know, when it comes to analyzing a person's health. Um, so certainly there are cases where, you know, if, uh, if someone is, you know, from a BMI standpoint, you look at height and weight, you know, so if a person's overweight beyond a certain threshold, you know, that would be a situation where perhaps an application would be denied. Um, and I say that as somebody who's certainly not a model of health either. So there's a lot. That's not to say if you're uh, maybe a little heavy that you can't get a policy, but, you know, that, that that's one of many health factors that are that are sort of considered. Um, you know, it's uh, but like I said, certainly not a. Um, certainly not a deal breaker there. Um, but moral of the story, I guess what I'd say is the best time to apply for life insurance is as a young person, when you're young and healthy. And of course, when you're in your 20s, we're all invincible when, our, when we're in our 20s, right? And so um, you're obviously not maybe thinking of those, you know, far reaching, you know, financial future doing, you know, life insurance type topics when you're that young, but that truly is the best time to apply because I know from experience that a lot of the time if somebody comes in, maybe approaching retirement, realizes they don't have insurance at that point, it might be too late for someone, especially if, you know, there's a combination of maybe a person getting up there in age, you know, mixed with the fact that they're a smoker, that the fact that they take a couple have prescriptions for high blood pressure, um, Every case is factored um, into whatever, you know, into a case that underwriting makes a decision on. Um, and so, you know, the older you get, typically the harder it is to, you know, to find a, a policy um, or at least one that's maybe more affordable. So that's why I always say when you're young, get it when you're young. It's a lot. The underwriting process is a lot easier um, at that point. Um, once you get older, there's certainly, like I said, there's plenty of middle ground in there. Even if somebody does have a condition, it's not a deal breaker. Um, but what you might find if you're a 50 something, 60 something uh, person applying for life insurance with maybe a, a prescription or two um, on hand, uh, you might you might find the rate that comes back is uh, is perhaps maybe not affordable um, at that Ooh. stage. I've seen that happen too. So it's it's uh it's just about timing um and it's about applying when uh, what i always tell people it's life insurance it's never going to be cheaper that for you than it is today because the longer you wait the older you get um you know the 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 more the prices go up and your options kind of get limited as time goes on i imagine that you run into this a lot but uh, the, when we finally bought life insurance was when the first kid came along because yep. i think you do feel immortal until you have a child absolutely and then it gets real Absolutely. Yep. And then that's why um, I find myself talking to a lot of young families and, and certainly, but like you said, I mean, that changes, even if you're a young couple, just the two of you, you still almost feel that level of, oh, we're going to be fine. But once you get, like you said, introduce children into the mix and that redefines the whole situation. And um, certainly important to have some kind of plan, whether it's work policy at, at the very least. Um, a lot of the times you're going to need more than that when you got kids in the picture. Um, but uh Absolutely. I mean, that's definitely important for young families to uh, to have something in place for sure. And as usual, we run out of time and I still <laughs> have questions to ask. <laughs> so first of all, thank you, Joe. Again, that's Liberty Mutual Insurance. Absolutely. And I'm sure Jenna can tell us how people can get in contact with you. And I'm going to throw it to you, Jenna, because I know you always have more information about how we can find out more about our topic on Good Money Moves. Yeah, so as always, I encourage our listeners to visit firstalliancecu.com. Get subscribed to our blog. We release new financial tips and advice on that every week. Always new content available there. 
Um, of course, you can go back and listen to past episodes of our show at firstalliancecu.com slash podcast or on krocnews.com. You can also subscribe to Good Money Moves on Apple, Google, and Spotify podcasts. And I, of course, strongly encourage you to meet with our member advisors at First Alliance Credit Union. They're here to help you get pointed in the right financial direction. And sometimes that financial direction is down the hall to Joe's office where you can talk more about life insurance. Uh, Joe's office is actually located at our 320 Alliance Place Northeast Rochester location, which is just off of 37th Street. Um, and then, of course, our members receive a special discount when they work with Joe. So that's kind of our, our thank you to our members. Uh, yeah, tons of options, tons of information always available at First Alliance Credit Union. And of course, First Alliance Credit Union is federally insured by NCUA and an equal housing lender. Jenna, of course, we'll talk to you next week. Joe, thank you so much for joining us again. I hope we can do it in the future. This 